Hi, everyone. Welcome to an episode of The First Bill. My name is Dr. Haley Mook, and today we'll be discussing Mifepristone. In January, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, or FDA, expanded the risk evaluation and mitigation strategy REMS program to allow certified pharmacies to dispense the medication Mifepristone. This move comes after the medication, which was previously only available to be dispensed in person directly under the supervision of a certified prescriber in a clinic or hospital prior to the pandemic, received an update to its REMS program to allow a patient to receive it via mail in 2021. The Mifepristone REMS program requires pharmacies to first become certified to dispense the medication, and once certified, Mifepristone prescriptions must be dispensed to a patient within four days following the receipt of a prescription at the pharmacy. Mifepristone is administered as a two-drug regimen for the medical termination of intrauterine pregnancy through 70 days or 10 weeks of gestation. The progestion antagonist, which was first approved by the FDA in 2000, is available in a 200 milligram oral tablet and works by blocking the action of progesterone, an essential hormone to maintain pregnancy. The current recommended regimen is to take a single 200 milligram mifepristone tablet by mouth, followed by misoprostol 800 micrograms via the buccal route 24 to 48 hours later. The dose is administered as two 200 microgram tablets in each cheek and is held in place for 30 minutes. Most common adverse effects experienced by patients following the administration of mifepristone and misoprostol include nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, weakness, fever, chills, headaches, and dizziness. Nausea is experienced in over half of all patients and vomiting in 37 to 48% of patients. It is important to counsel patients on the risk of mifepristone. Mifepristone has a black box warning for serious and sometimes fatal infections or bleeding. To ensure safe and effective use of mifepristone, pharmacists should be prepared to counsel patients on when to contact their healthcare provider. Patients should look out for an atypical presentation of infection and contact their provider if their fever is greater than 101 degrees Fahrenheit or greater than 100.4 degrees Fahrenheit for more than four hours. Additional signs of atypical presentation of infection includes general malaise, such as weakness or nausea, vomiting, or diarrhea for more than 24 hours, or severe abdominal pain or pelvic tenderness that is not manageable with pain medication. The American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, or ACOG, recommends non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs for pain management. Uterine bleeding should also be closely monitored. A patient should seek medical attention if they are soaking through more than two heavy flow or thick full-size sanitary pads per hour for two consecutive hours. It should be noted that all patients will experience cramping and uterine bleeding following the administration of mifepristone and misoprostol, with average duration of bleeding being about two weeks. However, the previously mentioned circumstances should be clearly communicated to patients during prescription pickup. Serious adverse reactions include the need for blood transfusions, sepsis, emergency room visits, hospitalization related to medical abortion, infection without sepsis, and hemorrhage. 
Pharmacists should be aware of contraindications to receiving mifepristone therapy, which includes taking the medication more than 70 days or 10 weeks since the first day of last menstrual period, confirmed or suspected ectopic pregnancy, chronic adrenal failure, current treatment with long-term corticosteroid therapy, an allergy to mifepristone, misoprostol, or a similar medication, bleeding problems, or taking anticoagulant therapy, inherited porphyria, which is a rare disorder that can affect the liver and other organs, or a current intrauterine device. Mifepristone is metabolized by CYP3A4. Attention should be paid to drug interactions, especially with CYP3A4 inducers that may potentially decrease serum concentrations and effectiveness of misopristone. CYP3A4 substrates that have a neurotherapeutic range should be carefully monitored for a prolonged period following mifepristone administration. Important aftercare instructions include the need for a follow-up assessment with a healthcare provider 7 to 14 days after taking mifepristone to ensure treatment success. Following the administration of mifepristone, almost all contraceptive methods except IUDs and permanent contraception can be safely initiated immediately. Pharmacists can more effectively care for patients during the dispensing of mifepristone through counseling of common side effects, including drug-drug interactions, and ensuring patients know when to follow up with their healthcare provider. Thanks for listening.